At the opening and closing sessions last year, Lem Cisse and George the Poet graphically revealed how the life of children and young people in the care system and other marginalised groups is bounded by prejudice, pessimism and reduced opportunities. Sadly, it's not getting better, which is why our theme of open is important as the world closes its eyes to the people it doesn't understand or who are on the edges, particularly young people. So, to close 20, CMC 2017, we wanted to bring you the seeds of a solution and to introduce our final three conference changemakers who are working to make a difference. Kev Curran is co-founder of Inspired Youth, a multi-award winning not-for-profit social enterprise that uses arts and media to create powerful campaigns that inspire, challenge and raise aspirations. He'll be joined by Shelley Reed and Natasha Woodrow from Show Me That I Matter, York's Children in Care Council. It was founded to stress the importance of listening to young people's voices and providing a platform for them to be heard on the issues that most affect them. Today they will ask, can we replace lack of expectation, limitation and frustration with inspiration, aspiration and personal satisfaction? Are we open to the challenge? It was weird going into care because it's living with another family who I don't know. It's, it's like moving into an house full of strangers. There was a loud knock on the door. They decided that I wasn't going home. Then the police and the social workers came in and there was all shouting and everything. I had to grab my clothes and get in the car. At first I was really scared and I was crying. The police just sort of and the social worker just drove me down to this house. The first home we got put in, it was in the middle of nowhere, it was on a farm, and uh, there was, we was actually earwigging what they were saying. They were saying that they was going to split us up. You get put with people you don't know, I'm expected to live with them. We was really close brothers, we, we did everything together, we just didn't want to get split up. They drove me to this lady's house. When we got to the police station, Everyone else seemed pretty oblivious to the fact that we were really scared. I was crying and my sister was crying. We ran away because we didn't want that, we didn't want to get split up. We was all confused. My brother weren't with us in the car, he got up to a different placement. Being looked after by a different family who we don't know, it's, it's weird. It was quite intimidating. You sat there with him on a night and it's like... What do I say? It was strange because I didn't know where anything was. Do I have to ask to get something to eat? Do I, you know what I mean? It's, it was felt like I was being cheeky. I don't really want to go downstairs and I don't really want to get up for school. When we got to the care home, the, the temporary one, I was really nervous. I had to share a bed with my little brother. It's not very nice because you just can't trust anybody. We just needed somewhere for the night. I don't really tell people that I'm in care because otherwise people ask questions. It was really hard and he kept hogging the covers. I'm grateful that I'm in care, but then I'm upset about it. I kind of took the wrong path. I didn't go to school. Nerve-wracking. I was very unsettled. It's a little scary at first because you'll go to people who you don't know. They say, don't talk to strangers, but you'll have to. They weren't doing it to punish me. They're doing it to try help me. When I went into care, I like, took the, the right path going to college. I feel safe. At first I didn't, but now I, I realise that it's just for help. Trying to 
get a better life for myself, and it happened. Good afternoon, everyone. My name's Kev Curran. I am the co-founder and director of Inspired Youth Arts. We're a not-for-profit social enterprise, and we specialise in creating campaigns driven by real experience. The, the clip that you've just watched is from a film co-produced with Children in Care. It's called Listen to Me, and it was created to train professionals, carers, social workers, and it was created by a group of young people. Hi, I'm Shelley. I'm one of the young people who made the film. I also act in the film, and I'm available for castings. <laughs> um, I'm 17 years old and I've been in care for around nine years. I've been involved with the group since about the age of nine, but didn't really get into it um, fully with the, um, the council um, panel until I was about 14. Um, so show me Atamata's York Children in Care Council, who represent and advocate on behalf of all children and young people in care. They work with elected members and senior managers to challenge, praise, change and improve services for all children and young people in care. Hi, I'm Natasha, I'm 14 and I'm a part of a project called A Care Story, which I'm about to speak to you about later. I'm also an aspiring actress and I'm also available for castings. <laughs> I'm also a member of Show Me That Matter and have been in care for just under a year. I'm now going to hand you back to Kev, who is going to tell you his story and how the creation of Inspired Youth came about. It's not that easy doing this next to pros like you two. <laughs> yeah, stand with me. <laughs> when we're born into this world, we're a miracle. We bring new life and joy. Smiling faces lean in to see a close look at our cheeky little faces. Oh, look at you. Do you know like how we do that? When you get older, people don't do that anymore because it would just be weird. <laughs> but what about the journey up until that point? The journey from innocence through adolescence into adulthood, childhood. When we're born, no one has expectations of you. No one's putting them on you. There are only aspirations, ideas of who you might become. But mainly you're just celebrated for being in the world. Loved for who you are, a new life, precious. Childhood is the most important of all journeys because it shapes and defines who we become. If we grow up around love and support, encouragement, stability, guidance, kindness, there's a good chance that we'll grow up to be rounded, balanced, decent human beings with hopes and dreams and the confidence to reach for them. We're shaped by our experiences. We're a product of our environment. So what happens if our childhood is broken somehow, dented, damaged, our hopes dashed? What if you face trauma in your childhood? What if your family is broken or there are problems affecting you that are outside your control? Be that an alcoholic mum or an absent father, neglect or abuse, family breakdown. What happens to them kids? How will they turn out? Where will their lives lead? Should we expect less of them? Should we expect them to achieve less, fail in school, fail in life? I was 15 years old when I found my brother, Declan, the morning that he took his own life. He hung himself. He was 13. It was a tragedy that I can't put the impact of into words today. Facing such a tragedy like that, it damaged me. I didn't care anymore. I didn't believe in myself, I didn't have any dreams. I was probably thinking I won't amount to much. Probably everyone else was too. A disengaged, hard to reach youth. 
For a few years, I made every bad choice possible. Self-destruction button, escaping everything. And everyone and every feeling, not coping with anything. But two powerful moments changed my life. The first was discovering creativity, expression through words, communicating thoughts and feelings, emotions through arts, stories. And what I learned that is when I told my own story, it moved people, it touched people's hearts, it challenged minds, it changed perceptions, it grew empathy, it inspired people. It helped me just to write about my feelings because it got it out of my body. And in doing so, it seemed to make a positive difference on other people. Mum said I was a great writer and I should go to college and do media, so I signed up. I loved the teacher, Alison. She was mint. She used to do this debate in communication studies on like, how the media could uh, influence election results. It made me realise about the power and influence of stories and how they can shape and change the way we think and feel, how we see the world. I was a shy teenager, socially awkward. I'd missed seminars because of no confidence. And when I was about 16, I, I took an overdose. I thought nobody cared. Fortunately, somebody found me and took me to hospital. Somehow, I managed to pass all the modules on my course, but I failed because of poor attendance. And this is the second most powerful moment. Alison, who you can see in the picture there, legend, um, she told me that she didn't know what colour my eyes were for a whole year because I always had my head down. She told me that she understood that my life had been hard, but that wasn't a good enough reason to throw it all away. She told me that she believed in me, that I had talents and abilities, and no matter what, I had potential if only I believe in myself. She went out of her way to get me on the course again. She gave me a second chance. She didn't give up on me, even when I gave up on myself. She did not write me off. I took the course again, this time with newfound enthusiasm. I met new friends, I grew in confidence, and I went on to pass my diploma with distinctions. I then went to university to study film and gained a first class degree with honours. I made a film called In a Sense, dedicated to Declan, and it won a Student Royal Television Society Award. I was awarded with the Governor's Student of the Year Award for my passion and drive to make a social impact. You see, behind the surface of that scruffy kid with a massive attitude problem, I was just a little boy inside still hurting. It only takes one person to believe in you to spark a little revolution in your soul. It teaches you to hope over adversity and to have dreams and aspirations over doubts and fears. We must teach young people they're full of endless potential. We must teach young people that their experience is invaluable, validated, inspiring. We must learn to understand that we can probably learn as much from young people as we can teach them. I co-founded Inspired Youth a decade ago to replace limitations with raised aspirations by creating genuine opportunities, a platform for real voices of experience to be heard. And I did it so kids like Declan wouldn't give up on life and knew their value. Young people have a story inside them bursting to get out. It's our responsibility to hear them, share them, champion them and learn from them. Inspired Youth campaigns are powerful because they're genuine, because they have human experience at the heart of them. Stories are powerful and connect us. It's a privilege to stand next to these two young people today, believing in them, believing in their power, watching their potential unfold. They're constantly being told children like them don't amount to much. Well, look at them now. 
They're brave and talented young people, confident, articulate. Their stories matter. It's so inspiring because they're using their experience to help others. They're driven by a passion to make the world a better place, and I believe they're doing that. Please welcome one of our future stars, actress, available for castings, <laughs> academic, public speaker, and all-round inspiring person, Shelley Reid. Um, so, hi, I want to talk to you about the representation of children in care in the media, in the papers, on the television and through film. You see, without doubt, the messages that are portrayed are pretty negative. And I do see the importance of highlighting those very horrifying statistics and messages. But it makes society stop and challenges organisations and policymakers to do something about it. What you may not realise is the message that gave to me and thousands of other young people like me, children in care and care leavers of all ages. You see, I've never wanted to be that statistic, that number, but it made me question my hopes, my dreams and my aspirations for a better me, for a better future. Negative portrayals encourage judgement and ignorance. They make us question who we are and who we can share our world with. Would they think it was my fault that I was in care? Would their parents think I'm a bad influence? Or would they not know how to take me? Would they ask, is it like Tracy Beaker? And what did they do so wrong? So yes, highlighting those statistics through media is important, but for me, so is highlighting the positives. In 2016, we created a website, Aspire to More, with Inspired Youth. Because as a group of young people in New York, we had all experienced at one time stigma and judgment from those around us, teachers, peers, and parents of friends. We wanted to highlight those positive stories that go unseen. The care leaver who has gone on to go to college or university, got their own family, secured a job, and is trying against all odds to challenge society's perception in their own way. We started by interviewing and creating posters of successful care leavers, all with unique career paths and all in different points in their journey. We explored the, the challenges and barriers they faced as care leavers, focused on their achievements and discussed how they overcame obstacles in their lives. We created posters of our six key role models. Each poster includes a key statement chosen by the project group. These posters have been shared through every school in York and are visible in all council buildings so that young people can see them so that they can inspire. You see, everyone has aspirations, and for the best part, most people have someone who influences them, supports them, and encourages them, so that one person who has no matter what believes you can climb that mountain and will walk by your side in the efforts to reach the top. To date, the website has received over 26,000 hits, which may not seem a lot, but for us, that's huge. It gained the attention of the Department of Education, and we shared at the National Care Leavers Conference. It has won awards and been recognised by The Guardian and Community Care. Like Paolo Hewitt said, I don't care how mad the dream is, it should always be encouraged. I want to share with you a short film made after the project about what those positive messages mean to young people and how it has changed their hopes for the future. We are Show Me That I Matter. We represent the voices of all looked after children in York. We wanted to create a project that raised aspirations for children in care. 
By highlighting positive care leavers stories. We wanted to show that care leavers can have successful futures. The Aspire More project is an attempt to change the perceptions of children and people in care from negative ones to positive ones through the power of stories. The idea behind it was to raise aspirations for children in care. We've interviewed care leavers from all over England. We've had entrepreneurs, authors, and they've shared their experiences of being in care to show that you can achieve. Being in care doesn't restrict you and it doesn't make you any different. It shows me that I can achieve the things I want to. People downgrade you because you're a care kid, but can overcome what they think. Projects like these are important because it changes people's opinion of care kids. We want to break that stereotype. The Aspire to More project is to forget about the figures and think about the people who are actually really there. Projects like these are important because they get the message out there and if you talk about something loud enough, people will notice. My favourite part of the project has been meeting all the amazing people that have achieved so much. They've come out of really harsh and tough times and they've come out fighting, they're going to universities and doing the dream jobs and it just goes to show that these people are role models and you can do it. I've learned that you can become someone you don't expect to be. The main messages were don't give up just because you've got a label behind your name. You're, you might be in care but it doesn't make you any different to anyone else. Their experiences mirrored mine but they articulated in such a way that I could connect with it. Because we're in care we're different. People do think that everyone has the same story, but everyone has a different one. I'd like to now hand you over to Natasha. Hi. I've never done anything like this before, so it's pretty scary. But I'm here today because I think it's really important that I can try and help you understand what it's like for me and other young people in care like me. I would like to start by reading a poem I wrote. From the age of 10, my life was broken and all my possessions were rudely taken. Always trying, but end up bleeding. Watching others cope, I think they're cheating. Wanting to talk to someone because I feel I have depression, but people say, just do it for the attention. Losing everything, feeling really bare. Never really thought I would end up in care. Got people saying, I need to make a good impression, but all I'm getting is constant aggression. Walking on the edge with nowhere to hide, thinking of taking my life, but at least I can say I tried. My only friend is a strong piece of rope. Not sure how long I can carry on like this. Not sure if I can cope. With everything that's been said, I'm really hurting. Just want to hide from it all behind a huge curtain. I've just shared with you a poem I wrote for our new project, A Care Story. A project that aims to capture the thoughts, feelings and emotions of young people and explain to others mental health and the impact of care 
on our well-being through our eyes. Mental health is a hugely topical area at the minute, and is rightly so, but amongst the generalised statistics, did you see the one that says 70% of children in care have a diagnosed mental health issue? Have you asked yourself why? I'm going to ask you to try and imagine what it's like to walk in our shoes just for a few minutes. Imagine how you would feel if you were taken from your family and all you have known and asked to live with a stranger. Imagine how you would feel if you were not able to see your little brother for three weeks, the one who you played with every night and read a story to. Imagine how you would feel when suddenly the worker you knew and trusted, who you had shared everything with, then suddenly left you and you had to repeat the same story again to a complete stranger. It's hard to imagine, but that's why projects such as Aspire to More and Care Story are so important. They tell our story and how we want it to be told. They allow us to have a voice and allow us to be heard. I'll now hand you back over to Shelley. So here is my challenge to you. Ask yourself, what more can you do? You have the power to influence, influence millions of hearts and minds to share our messages of hope and a better future for all children and young people in care. Support us by providing a platform for our voices to be heard. We leave you with the powerful voices of care leavers. Aspire to more. Treating me is changing where I end up Places I moved from are in the past 
All this loneliness and grief, I know it can't last Hear my voice, let me have a choice, please I can achieve if you could only believe If you could only see the passion inside I've been swallowing my dreams since the age of nine I change my mind, I change my motive, you know this I'm moving to a place where hope is, I'm not hopeless I'm sharing my experience to be supported Reaching out to a generation that doesn't feel important Everything familiar and everything is good Now all my memories are rushing back in a flood Relieved to feel like everything is fine I remember how to smile, I can see the sunshine Tell her that's been in care it's not easy going through this man it's real people real lives all them people in care are about to go into care Listen to this. Look at the glass half full, keep believing. Life's deceiving. Look on the good side, not the bad. We know what you feel like. Keep on smiling, so keep your head up high and say goodbye to the past. Remember what we've said, this is a message to you. We've been through what you've been through, and I want you to know you are not alone.